the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about today. And I actually kind of like that. It would be nice. Kanye West said he'll be president one day. He's a money grabber, right? He's kicked his porn addiction that started at age five. What a wild thing to say out loud. I'm unquestionably, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. It's not even a question at this point. It's just a fact. So says Kanye West. You want to know the truth? I think he would run away with the election. On some levels, if it's all about getting younger voters out, he'd be good for the ticket. I'll say that. Oh, I am unquestionably, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. I do like that swagger. So anyway, we're going to talk about stock markets. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Talk about investing. Mistakes that we make. Reasons why you want to have a credit card with an annual fee and reasons why you don't want a credit card with an annual fee. And you know what that just tells me right there? We're screwed. There are reasons to have a credit card, and there's also reasons not to have a credit card, and you and there's reasons to have investments. I don't think there's any reason not to have an investment unless you have a disease that's going to kill you at age 60. Then you should work till the day you die. You should have fun. You should go on every single trip. Remember the TV show? Uh, it had to be based on a book. Logan's Run? Where I think the idea was at the age of 35, a light would come on on your sweater because everyone wore sweaters in the uh, utopian future. And it was time to be put to death. And if for some reason you didn't want to go to the center, they didn't say they were going to put you to death, but you kind of knew. Then they'd put these sandmen on you, and the sandmen would make sure that you run out of time because they're going to hunt you down. 
if you get what I'm going at. So there's no real right answers. There's just compromises. And that goes with credit cards. It goes with a lot of things. And you have to get comfortable with that. So when I hear blowhards come on CNBC, on Bloomberg, on this station, and say emphatically that the stock market's going to do something. There was a guy a couple of years ago, last name Vickers. I'm talking like 20, 15 years ago. And he couldn't figure out how to make it in, in media. Just couldn't figure it out. Tried his best. So what his shtick was, was let's go super negative. Let's say our economy is going to heck in a handbasket. Let's find one economy that's doing great and say that's the one we should be modeling after. So I've got a $450 credit card. And that sounds nuts. You would think that a lot of the points are less than ideal. But again, I can sit tonight with Let's say I get a dinner with uh, three couples. And half of us can have, have different opinions. And that's what makes investing so difficult. If the value of the card's perks and benefits offset that fee, you're good to go. If you use TSA check-through, a lot of these travel cards have, they'll pay for it. And then when you get to the airport and you're running late, you just walk right on through the security line. Is that your thing? Do you fly a lot? I have the Chase Sapphire Reserve card. I'm not bragging, but I'm kind of a big deal. I've got many credit cards. At one point in my life, I had a Target card, which was I'm very important. towards a debit card. It gives you 5% back. No annual fee. 5% off your ch- purchase, essentially, right? I'm good with that. That's a good perk. Not a $450 perk, but a perk. I like the travel card with the $450 perk for my flights and my hotels. Like, it's okay. If you have your eyes on the best rewards cards, you're probably trying to game the system, right? The most generous sign-up, the most egregious welcome bonus, the most popular travel awards, Blue Cash Preferred by American Express is pretty good. 6% back at all supermarkets. Now, I'm not so much of a nut that I'll go out and get the Blue Cash Preferred card from American Express to get 6000 back from groceries. It's a good deal if you spend, you know, money on groceries. But you got to spend $61 a week on groceries to offset the annual fee. And I know you're saying, yeah, I don't know if I do that every year. Does that count Christmas? Like, and then you start getting a little crazy. If you have bad credit history, getting a credit card's a great thing. If you rebuild your credit that way, if you go out and get into a lot of trouble with credit, it's not a good thing. And trust me, I get people throwing all sorts of, uh, I'm not going to say shots at me, but some people really have a, a thing that they have to be right. I just want to play the game well enough to get you and me to retirement. It's my thing. It's not crazy. It's just a thing. Twitter CEO and Facebook CEO, Jack Dorsey versus Mark Zuckerberg, are fighting with each other now. Probably more Dorsey just kind of goofing on Zuckerberg. But it's kind of fun to see billionaires fight. It's almost good enough to be a Fox special. Sunday after the football game, watch billionaires fight. You get Amazon CEO, Jeff Bezos, Gonitz, Bill Gates. Who will emerge the world's richest man? You get Jack Dorsey going after 
Mark Zuckerberg. Which millennial is more douchier and stays in the ring and dies? I got my money on Dorsey. He looks like a ninja, a financial ninja. That'll never happen! And I, I still think Bill Gates would win. Okay, okay. A Los Angeles mansion once listed for $250 million. It finally sold. Let's stop and think about that number for one second. A mansion, $250 million. If I had $10 billion, I'm a little short of that right now. Would I buy a $250 million home? I could emphatically tell you no. I've got enough money to retire and not work till the day I die. And I'm wearing shoes that have holes in them right now. I'm wearing jeans that I wear till they're threadbare. Um, I got a truck that I'll drive till 250,000 miles. I'll say God willing, because Lord knows I'm going to get in a car crash or something like that. And you're going to be like, you said you drive it till 250,000 miles. Like I said, everyone has an opinion. $250 million it sold for. 62% off. Can you imagine that conversation that guy had with his real estate agent? Where they're like, we're super excited. We're going to help you sell this house. We're going to get top dollar for you. Well, I guess $250 million is kind of top dollar, no doubt about it, but 62% off. Who needs a helipad at their house? Five bars. I'm good with one. Called on top of the refrigerator. A bowling alley. A 40-seat movie theater. Okay. Would I want a 40-seat? No, I wouldn't want a 40-seat movie theater. If I was like 25 and a child... An 85-foot infinity pool, five bars, a bowling alley. Fabulous stars like Paul Rudd from Ant-Man are going to be stopping by your house. Zsa Gabor, the inanimable Charo. So I guess I would want a $250 million house in Los Angeles now that I think about it. Because Charo's coming by. And Paul Rudd. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Coming back, I'll have a better segment, I promise. I do my best, but... uh point on that $250 million house, sometimes you think you're going to get something and you get way less than you get for it. I'm Rob. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Thanks for listening. I'm excited to bring in a guest, Mike Kapinski, Director of Research with Noble Capital Markets. How are you, Mr. Kapinski? I'm well. Thanks, Rob, and good morning. Before we get into the contest, give us a little bit of who you are and what you do, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the College Research Report Challenge. Well, I'm a 30-plus-year media and entertainment analyst. I've been an all-star ranked by the Wall Street Journal six times for stock picking. I actually have a Mid-America Emmy Award for my support of the broadcast industry. And now I'm the director of research at Noble Capital Markets uh, and also following media and entertainment stocks. So there's a big contest coming up, and who doesn't love contests, especially when you tie it towards businesses and kind of inspiring younger people? Tell us a little bit about the College Research Report Challenge. Plus, with this contest, there's a cash prize. That's always uh, always, always great, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So 
this this contest is a research challenge, so it asks the college students to go on channelcheck.com. Channelcheck is spelled C-H-A-N-N-E-L-C-H-E-K, lose the C.com. And you pick from uh, 6,000 different emerging growth small microcap companies on that site, write a research report, submit that, and then you can win up to $7,500 towards your tuition and college expenses. Your winning school would get $5,000. You would also get a paid internship working in our research department with one of our analysts, all of them accredited with Wall Street Journal backgrounds and II rank and so forth, a paid internship. You also get a free trip to Miami to attend Noble's conference in Miami in February. And finally, you will be receiving the award featured on the NASDAQ wall in New York City's Times Square. All pretty cool perks. Pretty cool. (laughs) With that said, who's ideal for this? Because writing a research report, I'm sure people can Google online. They could probably get one from Fidelity or Vanguard or wherever their parents have uh, a brokerage account to kind of model it after. Who's the ideal student for this, or who's the ideal person for this contest at channelcheck.com? Drop the C. Well, what's great about this is that it's open to any students, and I know that some students that might be going into a different career path, not in finance, may be going into accounting, may even be going into nursing, uh, but has interest in the financial markets, can write a research, this research report. So it isn't really defined just to financial students. Anyone who is in higher learning, uh, registered in higher learning, could actually uh, write a research report. And I would also say, when you go to channelcheck.com, you you also can get the research from Noble for free so that you can actually pick up and try to learn how to write a research report just by looking at some of the research that's on that site. So that, that would be a very helpful tool. That's a great thing, and I kind of encourage a lot of my listeners to go check out channelcheck.com. It's C-H-E-K at the end, channelcheck.com, because I don't think a lot of adults really know how much research goes into picking a stock and how you have to stay on top of it and some of the nuances that analysts are looking for. So I think that could be a very educational tool for everyone. How long have you been doing uh, this contest, sir? Well, this is the first year. Okay. And so this is, and we have some amazing sponsors. Uh, EW Scripts, which is uh, obviously the company behind the National Spelling Bee is one. Um, we have Tribune Publishing. We also have NASDAQ, of course, but also Salem Media, which is, I believe, on the station, um, is a sponsor. So we're, we're excited about the A-list of sponsors for this um, in its first year. Sounds cool. Sounds great. Sounds fun. Channelcheck.com. It's the word channel plus check, C-H-E-K dot com. Um, what are you expecting out of this? Are you expecting to, like, I, I get the spelling bee with EW Scripts, um, encourages kids to spell, like it's super competitive. The television media side of it is super dramatic. How are you going to get drama into this contest? Because research reports don't exactly translate well into radio or television, but they do translate into money if you're a good investor. Well, you know what, I think it's great that what we're really trying to accomplish here is to get students really motivated and looking for uh, the next Apple, the next Walmart. I mean, that's the excitement of capitalism. It's the excitement of the United States in general, how it was really formed, right, in, in the capital market. So it's trying to get the students interested in uh, finance and the financial markets, and I think that's really the goal here. Sounds good. Uh, I'm speaking with Mike Kapinski, Director of Research in Noble Capital Markets. 
Is there anything else that you want to add to this contest that's coming up? It's the College Research Report Challenge, sponsored by Scripps, the people breaking the National Spelling Bee, the NASDAQ Tribune, Salem, Kelly Services, Noble Capital Markets. So your company's got some chips in the game I like that as well. And uh, uh, anything else to add? Well, I, I'm very excited. I also would love uh, if anybody would register for the, uh, those that are going to register for this contest um, has the ability to, uh, once they are registered, they can email me with questions that they need to have if they have questions about it. Um, we're going to be very engaged. All of the senior analysts at Noble are going to be judging the reports. I would encourage people to look at the rules and how we're going to judge. That will be very helpful in writing the reports. And um, you have us to, uh, to use as a resource to help you along. I guess I have one more good question because I haven't brought this up yet. When does the contest start? When does it finish? How soon do we have to get hustling to get involved in the game? Registration is open to December uh, 15th. The report is due January 17th. So you have some time to write the research report. And then we will announce the winner on and around January 31st. Thanks very much for joining me, sir. Mike Thank Kapinski, you, absolutely. Mike Kapinski, Director of Research, Noble Capital Markets. The website, write it down, especially if you have a kid in the car right now. Channelcheck.com. It's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, channel. And check, C-H-E-K. That throws me off a little bit because your natural EW scripts probably can't be happy because they're a spelling bee company, right? So it doesn't spell out correctly, but they're a sponsor of the event. But it's channelcheck.com. You will now remember that. Uh, chek.com, College Research Report Challenge, um, based on small and microcap emergence and growth companies. What I kind of like about this is it's, it's not, it's giving credit. It's, it's asking our younger people to be smart, not asking them to be athletic. It's asking them to be thinking about the future and the financial angle on it, getting started sooner than later, understanding how corporations work, I think is a good thing. Um, inside your report, you might be able to write about the brand. Companies like Visa, companies like Apple have a brand. You might want to you know, think about this is going to be the star cachet, especially if you're a millennial or even younger, and you understand what a brand is that I don't. For instance, I like Instagram. It's cute. I can look at pictures of my friends and their dog and stuff like that. But do you know how many businesses start from Instagram? How many guys, there's a, a Instagram account called the Steak Guys. And it's just two guys selling product, but their whole thing is delicious red meat. And they put pictures of all the best steaks that they've ever had and how to cook them and things like that. How many businesses started from Instagram? I think it's kind of cool. So anyway, um, I highly encourage all young people, check it out, channelcheck.com, channelcheck.com. If you win and you're from the Bay Area, I'll take you to dinner. That's off the record. It's not part of the contest. But uh, that's how much I like this kind of idea. Mike Kapinski, Director of Research, Noble Capital Markets. You can go to channelcheck.com to learn about the College Research Report Challenge. You don't have to be in college. And there's a ton of winnings and a ton of prizes. Um, it's good to try and fail. Sometimes you take a pie in the face. Sometimes you're hip deep in pie. I like pie. I'm Rob Black. and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Vince Carter. Not Jimmy Carter. Not Vince Gilligan, but Vince Carter. Started and played in this 22nd NBA season. Why do I bring that up? You can learn a lot from professional athletes. A lot. And a lot of these guys we could talk about, right? Now you think about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Didn't play 22 seasons. Michael Jordan didn't play 22 seasons. Vince Carter is the longest, most amount of seasons, I think. There's a chance that I could be wrong on that. He could be tied with someone. But that's important. How long do you work? He still has money coming in. I don't know Vince Carter. I don't know what he plans to do after he retires. Maybe this year, maybe next year. I don't know if he has a car dealership, a restaurant. I have no idea. And I should look. This this can't be that hard to find. When an athlete puts so much of his money into social security and stuff like that in the first couple of years, like when his highest earnings are at age from 20 to 25 or 22 to 27, how much are you going to get back in social security? Is he going to get like $40,000 a year in social security after putting in probably like $6 million a year? He hasn't put in $6 million a year, but he's, you know, his earnings have been so high. His salary has been so high. His income has been so high. Is he going to be able to use the system to retire? And the answer is not. So there's a question of it, when he does retire, when he has the income no longer coming in, does he work at Walmart as a greeter? Well, that's not going to cover his budget. Has he set up enough in his career to alleviate his budget? That's a good question. And then you start looking at things like how many divorces. I don't know Vince Cocker. This is a really bad example. But you lose a lot of money in divorce. Most people do probably is the right way of looking at it. Lose a lot of cars, a lot of houses. There's a lot of cost of, of like getting that stuff back up. There's a lot of cost of falling in love again. Love isn't cheap. Cost some money, cost some time, cost some effort. Maybe a, a, a nice book of poetry by E.E. Uh, e. Cummings. E. Cummings, it's wonderfully um, sexual, dare I say. Provocative is probably the right way of saying it. We'll fix that in post-editing. We have post-editing, right? We don't have post-editing. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial change topic ever so quickly. But yeah, Vince Carter is a good example. Like, think about like all the stories you hear about basketball players. There was a basketball player recently who got into a fight with a football player. Both of them played in Denver, I believe. That's terrible. And I think it is over a woman. Guy goes to uh, his apartment and gets in the lobby and like starts screaming for a fight. You want to fight me? Um, it shows you again the ridiculousness of of love and the and the power of love, I suppose. See what Lewis once would say, right? Um, but very, very expensive stuff. And you go from being a uh, I'm not gonna I'm not technically saying a swinger, but you go from living the big lifestyle to you're out of the NBA. And 22 years is a good time. But you hear stories about like baby mamas. There's one basketball player, and I, I'm so bad here. I'm just going to say a pro athlete. There's a pro athlete who's got six kids with like six different women. That's expensive. And if you play for three years, it's it's not good. If you play for 22, you could probably afford a, a little bit of some financial mistakes here and there. I can't afford financial mistakes because I work hard for my money. so hard for my money. I look at myself as like the girl from Flashdance. If I'm going to get up and dance on stage with water all over for you and look silly, eh, I'm not going to throw that money away. So try not to. Talk to your kids this year about holidays. Try to cut down on your holiday spending. Um, I've got a friend who makes not enough money to really live in the Bay Area, but he somehow got by with rent control and a couple other things. 
buys his kids stupid stuff. Kids will literally play with boxes, chalkboards. They don't need, oh, we're going to get him his own iPad. How old is he? He's five and he's getting his own iPad. You're not even going to go cheap and go like an Amazon Kindle on him? Oh, no, we're going to get an iPad. I don't get it. So, again, look at professional athletes. This weekend, spend some time thinking about some of the stories that you hear and some of the stories that you see. Um, you know, one of the big ones right now is uh, wildfires. It's been a story for years now. And houses completely burning down and people losing everything. The one thing that you don't want to do is lose everything, right? So do more digital backups. Get stuff up in the cloud. Get the passport digitally backed up. Up in the cloud. I know you're saying, but then hackers use it and they can easily replicate everything. Fireproof safes aren't going to save in a wildfire. It's going to scorch the safe nine times out of ten. Um, but th- that's where I feel the most pity is when people lose like all their financial documents. Just fall to a small earthquake. Very small. Anyhow, um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. Oh, someone just walked into the office. That's what it was. No anyway. small earthquake. Are you mocking me like, anyways? Anyway. You're mocking me. I like that. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, so did I tell you about the house for $250 million in Los Angeles that uh, went for 60% under market? Again, some th- things that you don't expect. I've got a home that is worth $2 million. In theory, three years ago, now it's worth $1.7 or $1.8 because the high-end market's not doing well. And trust me, this is not a high-end home. But the expensive homes aren't doing terribly well. Hopefully my plan wasn't two years ago that my retirement goal was going to be two million. I was going to sell. Oops, forgot to pay the taxes. So suddenly that two million is not there. I'm not going to say this, but I'll say it. Things don't go as you plan. So try to work a little bit longer. Try to make a little bit more. Try to save a lot more. Millennial Millionaires. I love saying that. It's the Millennial Millionaire Show. Starring me, Rob Black. Millennial Millionaires are nearly three times as likely to own homes and nearly twice as likely to get married as typical millennials. Wow. So if you have money, you do the traditional things. Buy a home, get married. If you don't have money, you live at home, you fall in love, you want to get married, you get frustrated, but you live at home and you don't feel like don't! you're the breadwinner. You don't feel like you can you know, do it. The disparity of the haves and the have-nots happen with millennials, just like it has in society. I wonder how that's going to play out in the voting block. You know, people like Elizabeth Warren and um, Bernie Sanders tend to appeal to, let's get America Unified, let's get everyone contributing, let's get everyone benefiting. I wonder if millennials will turn on millennials, the haves versus the have-nots. Because Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are very much so saying, let's go after the millionaires and billionaires because they can't really complain because they're millionaires and billionaires. Let's redistribute, a.k.a. Robin Hood. Caldwell Banker Global Luxury Program worked with wealth intelligence and research firms and a company called Wealth Engine to analyze the lifestyles of American millennial millionaires. It defined millennial millionaires as those aged 23 to 37 with a net worth of $1 million. 
At 67% of millennial millionaires are already married compared to 40% of the general millennial population. 67% millionaires married, 40% the rest. And again, they're part of that rest. So the nice thing about getting married... <laughs> well, there's nothing nice about getting married. No, no. The nice thing about getting married and buying a house is you do start to save money. You do start to put money into your own projects. You do start to think about retirement. You do start to think about wasting money. The most amount of money I wasted was clearly in my 20s while I was pursuing love, trying to impress a girlfriend to potentially be marriage candidate. It's funny because I'm a decent-looking man, not today, but I'm a decent-looking man, and I've got a great job, so that should have been enough, but I felt like I had to woo and wow and shock and awe. Remember shock and awe? I miss George W. Was that George W.? It had to be bombing in Iraq. Some crazy part of my head just went back to, could it have been his dad? Because the Bush families, they don't like Iraq. One invaded, and the other one invaded. Just saying. Saddam Hussein. Oftentimes, and again, I'm trying to give you some like really off-color ways that you're going to make money, and that you're going to save for retirement today. Um, the most amount of money I've ever made... Probably. Not individual stocks. If I were doing individual stocks, I'd say, you know, Apple and Microsoft. Companies that I bought and that I held. And I held, 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 and I held. Um, but Saddam was saying I used to make a, I can't say this word on radio, it sucks. So I want to say an S ton. A poop ton of money I made. For lack of a better term. So, I, I did super well with Saddam Hussein. I know you're saying, that Middle Eastern dictator dressed like a general? Yeah. Every time he would get a little off his nuts and go after Cater or go after um, Iran, every time he started losing a little bit of his mind and wanted to expand his empire... He would get aggressive, and the United States, we kind of have this diplomacy sometimes of, let's just not rattle him too far up, but let's scare him. Every time you'd like try to cross that line, we'd smack him around, and the stock market would get, lose its mind, and oil would go super high, because like, there's a lot of oil in between Iraq and Saudi Arabia. And that's going to kill economies. Okay, there's a big question for you. Cost of business for like Facebook, it's, it's a lot of the engineers, right? What's the cost of equipment for a big economy in the United States? Well, there's going to be wages for sure. But cost of energy is a big one if you're looking big picture. We're not talking bullet shot here. We're talking big picture. But anytime the market would pull back in fear, I buy in. Anytime the market goes way ahead with speculation, I cut back. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I've been doing financial media for 20 plus years. Big time uh, investment advisor 20 years ago, started my own firm based on research and tech stocks. Uh, found CFP Chad Burton, saw that financial planning is a bigger part of the picture. Insurance, investing, 401ks, things that may or may not have had to do with tech stocks. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm, I don't really want to talk about that. And I don't really want to study every day about tax laws. There's a nice blend. CFP Chad Burton's very much so big, big picture, and I'm very much so trying to motivate you. Save a little bit more money now. There's a person that I work with in radio that she's got not enough money saved. She's, I'm not really good at guessing heights, but I'm really good at guessing weights. I could be a carnival freak show, I could be a carnival freak show barker. And I'll close my eyes and I'll look at this person and I could say, you weigh 215 and you're not going to retire terribly well. And the shocking look in her eyes like, 215? I'm 165. I'm like, okay, see, I was off a little bit on that one. Your height is six foot two and you're, you're not going to retire that well. Six foot two? I'm five foot one. I'm not good at height and weights, but I'm really good at telling you if you're going to retire well or not. She's past 50. Single mom. I don't know a lot of the intimate details. Like, does she have a grandmother who's going to die and leave a ton of money? I don't know. Um, but when they show me their 401ks at work and 403Bs, and I go, you got to save more. I see that you're only putting in 3% or 4%. You got to go up to 15%. And honestly, let's do the math here. Can the R, get the app kiss out and... Times two, he wanted to go into about 80 years. You're going to work till the day you die. Whoops. Interrupt us, radio show us. Sorry. My microphone, uh, mitten or cover just slipped off. That's not good. I could make little baby microphones. Well, it's not my fault. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I try to get people motivated to think about retirement. And, you know, I told you this person's over 50 and probably about 40,000, 45,000, if I remember correctly. I set up an app on my phone called Acorns. And it's kind of interesting because a lot of these financial apps right now are trying to do multiple services. And one of the reasons I don't go out and wildly endorse them is because I don't use them. So it's tough for me to wildly endorse. Like I use an app called Credit Karma. It's cute. While on air, I can click here, click there. Put in my passcode. I'm not going to tell you what it is on air. That's right, Jack. But it might be my dog's name. Chad Burton. <laughs> or Chad Burton on a show once. Just lose it. He's like, people, people who use their dog's name and passwords are stupid. I'm like, I like it when a certified financial planner can like lose his mind over passwords. Oh, I've got two credit scores according to Credit Karma. One's excellent and one's good. I know, does that shock you that I don't have excellent credit? Probably. 750 to 850, excellent. I'm at 737 on one of my accounts. 776 on the other one. But Credit Karma is awesome because when you hit your account, you could see where you have flaws. So on the excellent one, 
For instance, if I had three hard inquiries in the last two years, I've had my average age of credit's not that good. I'll be honest with you, I, I get a little too many credit cards. There was one night where I might have had a little bit too much drinky drinky. Houston, we have a problem. And I got a JetBlue card. And I didn't look at the terms close enough, or maybe I was blurry, or maybe I was fuzzy. And I was like, the next day I was like, oh, I need to cancel that. But they already looked at my credit. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No. No. Yes. Yep. Um, it shows that I have 25 total accounts, zero derogatory marks, derogatory marks, and 100% payment history on time. So the two in areas that I'm a little iffy on are hard inquiries, which last for two years. Every time you go to a car dealership and say, I want to buy a car, they're going to do a hard inquiry on you. I once went to a car dealership where this pissed me off. The finance minister, I'd already gotten a good credit rate for my credit union, like 0.9%. And the, other, and the guy there says, I could beat that. And he gets to run my credit, but he runs it three times. So my hard inquiries were for three times. Oh, I could have fixed it. I could have written letters and stuff like that. My average age of credit, I've got some. I've got a credit card on there. Get this. Rob Black is this kind of nut. Uh-oh, my boss is coming. I have something on my credit card from a couple years ago. I have a credit card that I haven't used in eight years. But wait, wait. It's my longest tenure credit card. And I only use it like once every four or five months and I almost instantly pay it off just to keep it active. I once cried like a baby openly. I weep. When um, I got into a situation of credit, got in a little bit over my head and things slipped a little bit. Coming out of college, starting a business. You get better at this stuff as you get older. That's the nice thing about it. So there's an app called Credit Karma. It's free, and it'll tell you what's wrong with your credit. It's not perfect, but it's good. I got an app called Acorns that rounds up my purchases every week. Let's say this morning I stopped at uh, AMPM, and I wanted a soda and a Jugs magazine. Total comes to four fifty, and they take that four fifty and they wrap. For, they wrapped 50 cents and they rounded up and they invested for me. But I don't know about their paperwork, so it's, I'm a little iffy on it. And for the record, I like 18th Century Pottery, Jugs Magazine. Get your mind out of the gutter. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Acorns is fine. Credit Karma is fine. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. You think it's Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.